0: Today's sponsorship is brought to you in part by Social Media Blast Off, the official sponsor of Dynasty Queens. Social Media Blast Off, guys, is a great way to get your platforms going, whether you're an up and coming artist or a social media influencer. They do uh, great things as far as with Instagram, TikTok. Also, with our music, uh, Spotify, we can do title. Apple Music as well. If you're really trying to build a platform, get more audience, get more exposure, it's definitely the way to go. So right now you can go ahead and create your free account. And if you click on scan on the QR code, you'll get 25% off on your first purchase. So don't forget Mm socialmediablastoff.net. Don't forget to scan that QR code, guys hey guys
1: hey. it's us again your girl nia J and pamela and nicole and this is dusty queens, queens. so we want to appreciate you guys for um, following us in this journey yes. um, with this particular podcast we have um, we love that you guys have been subscribing and watching and following us on this journey. Yes, thank you. So we thought that it would be pretty cool to tell you guys a little bit about ourselves. Um, <laughs> you know, we got we kind of interested today. Yeah, very. Uh. Like, Hello. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to start. I know we're both from Houston, from of Texas. Course. Um, I wanted to ask you, I know you're my best friend, but maybe some things I don't really know about you. And you can ask me the same. Of course. What is something I don't know about you?
0: Hmm, what is something you don't know about Pam? <laughs> Let's see. Did you know that I play six different instruments?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Oh, yeah. Self-taught so violin, um, piano. I've been playing piano since I was four. Uh, flute, piccolo, clarinet. Hello. Yes, piccolo of all instruments.
1: Let's go back to the self-taught violin. Yes. Oh, girl, what?
0: Yeah, so <laughs> my brother back in high school, he was in orchestra. Mm-hmm. My parents never got rid of the violin, so I just was being nosy. You know how nosy I am? Yeah. I was digging and stuff I shouldn't have been and uh, ended up going through and finding a violin. And I learned Michelle Branch's The Spirit Room, the whole CD. On the violin i played and learned by ear the entire album
1: i knew mean, you were a prodigy i knew it <laughs> but but damn yes, yeah, self-taught violin i love it yes ma'am okay so same question for me um yes i know you know that we're both kind of like quirky or i know we're, we're like you know whatever right <laughs> so We're like nerdy quirky girls yes. right? so as a child my life's dream was to be a paleontologist I love that right girl I wanted to be digging up some fossils I was like obsessed with like National Geographic (laughs) and Discovery I was the kid who woke up on Saturday and instead of going out to play I was opening encyclopedias and I was learning about Darwinism versus Christianity like (laughs) which one should I I was at like five and six girl girl so yeah I really wanted to be out there digging up uh dinosaur bones and and fossils girl that baby want a (laughs) t-rex (laughs) look So for my tenth birthday, my grandmother—I love her. She is well. She was a school teacher for thirty years, mm-hmm. and during the summers, she kept you know, my brother ahead of the curve yeah. with education. One year, one summer, she got me like a saber-tooth tiger kit, like with a little saber-tooth, little dirt and stuff. Like my little little, little excavation kit. Yeah. I'd be like <laughs> nerdy ass up there. Brush, brush, like. And I also had something called a grow a pet. Mm-hmm. It was, you know what I'm talking about? Like the little. Um, like the chia pets, Like, right? no, like monkeys in a barrel. You know what I'm talking about? <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the word? So, like, it was pretty much um, a tadpole that you ordered through mail. This is like early 2000s. Yeah, girl. Okay. And the thing I was supposed to grow him, like, when he came, he's supposed to come, like, in a little container with water, and you watch him become a frog. Girl. I was so excited. I waited two weeks, but part of me was like, wait a minute. It's like the middle of the summer. This thing is not eaten. So (laughs) I'm just curious as to when I open this box, what I'm going to find. Find, right. So, girl, I open the little box. He comes in. Girl, he is on his back bed. (laughs) Floating dead. (laughs) I'm like, Uh, I was like, well, dang. (laughs) Oh, he's a frog
0: murderer. Mm.
1: Girl, he came (laughs) like that. So, yeah, that's one thing about me is, I've always been super nerdy. I think you knew that, but the fact that I, you know, was into like the animals and stuff.
0: Yes, I love that, girl. We could have both been in the ground with our little uh, excavation brushes, like brushing the dirt Mm -hmm. away. Like, mm, what'd you find, baby? Ooh, right, T. Rex. Mm -hmm. So, what would you say growing up would was your biggest struggle?
1: Ooh, my biggest struggle. My biggest struggle was um, really becoming in tune with who I am now. Like the person that y'all see, I wasn't, I wasn't that shit. Um, It took a long time to build up to this level, to get, you know, to become confident in myself and to realize my true potential. Um, As a kid, I dealt with hating little girls, jealous, you know, children who, I guess you can call it bullying. Yeah. It was sure. more so, you know, I had like really long hair. So girls, like I was in band. Um, before I was a majorette. I I played the flute, but I wasn't that good at it. But I remember one girl in particular, she would, my hair was so long, she would pull my ponytail. I'm like, can't get a girl oh, my neck Oh No. Be.
0: no. <laughs>
1: so no. stuff like that. Um, just the challenges of dealing with people I was trying to become friends with who, yeah, you know, I found like they really didn't like me. Gotcha. But as I got older, I was like, you know what? That's okay. Yes. So it was, you know, something like that butterfly effect. Like yeah. I had to morph, um, and I had to learn my own self worth, and it took time. Okay. it took time. Uh, it took tears. It took <laughs> fighting. Um, nice. And I never caused any of the fights myself. It was always somebody you know, else. Yeah. Nice. But now mm-hmm. I'm. I'm so. I hate to use the word strong. I'm so strong. I'm so confident. I'm ten toes deep in who I am as a person. But that took time. Absolutely. So, I mean, to add to that, something I want to share with all you young women that are watching, it is okay. If you don't know who you are yet and mm-hmm. you're still struggling to find yourself and you're dealing with, you know, issues with other women or children in general or even your parents, yes. it's okay. Um, at times we're lost, but you can always, you know, through talking to people and wisdom and your own growth, you will you will find yourself. It's okay. It's part of growing up. <laughs> So I feel you know.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's how I feel. And I feel like
0: to answer that question too, like mm-hmm. for myself, I struggled so much with being biracial. I wasn't really accepted within like the Asian community. I rarely had any Asian friends and I wasn't black enough for
1: Ooh. all the black kids. I mean, colorism is a whole nother issue. Yeah. We can talk about that right now too. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if you wanted to share with them about Uh, you being adopted
0: yeah definitely okay so um yes uh, I am adopted um I'm actually in the process right now of um doing my heritage background check and just you know everything I know um what my biological mom looks like I know little bits and pieces um but that's actually in the future like this is my new journey I'm actually in my journey right now trying to find her and, you know, just so I can get more information, I have kids myself, so I really think it's important to know, like, any kind of, like, you know, hereditary illnesses, right. anything that, that I may not have that my children could possibly be a carrier right. of, it's important for me to know that, because, I, I mean, anybody should really care enough to know that kind of information.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, Because you just never know. I don't want to keel over one day because I didn't know I had heart disease and come to find out that it's hereditary. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a journey. Just trying to find someone that you really don't know much about. But we'll get there and we'll have answers hopefully soon. I'm proud of you when
1: it comes to that. And that's something that people, I don't think a lot of people think about. I've heard stories about people needing, you know, transplants and stuff. Yeah, and if you're adopted or you don't know who your true parents are, you may not, may not have that donor, or you may not know, like you said, what genetically runs, you know, in the yeah. lineage and stuff. So that's really important. Yeah. It um, was it was difficult
0: though, like, yeah. um, and it didn't become difficult until I became an adult. Mm-hmm. So when I was pregnant with my first child you know, they do all these diagnostic tests on you and, you know, they ask you like all these medical questions and I couldn't answer Answer. anything. The only thing I know I have is allergies. It's quite apparent. I have allergies, sneezing all the time, coughing, hacking. So just for a doctor to just kind of not have the right bedside manner with me. Um, and, um, kind of just Put me, show me to the wayside. Like I had um, an obstetrician basically tell me, "Well, that's too bad for your unborn child that you don't know your uh, medical history." Wow. Like it really hurt, and it made yeah. me realize at the same time, like, "Well, damn, I should probably do some research, right?" And just see where I come from, and you know what I could possibly have that could affect my unborn child. You know, right? But. Even though she said it in a really ugly manner, it did kind of spark something it within something me. In for you. sure, for sure. Right.
1: A lot of people just don't think about that. Um, I know you were going to say about um, growing up biracial. Yeah. So I know that you were raised by black parents and mm-hmm. everything. What was that like? Not knowing that Asian side, I and mean, how you dealt with it, like in school and stuff.
0: You know, in middle and high school, I really didn't have an identity because it just I didn't understand really the aspect and the outcome of what being adopted was and you know having that frame of mind it's just like everyone knows like oh my mom my dad my brother my sister yes I do have a brother as well but um he does have a different father Mm -hmm. so in a sense I didn't have any connection with anyone because it was either oh well you hang out with these people or this these people Mm -hmm. (laughs) so in high school I didn't really identify with anyone but like the goths Mm -hmm. and the (laughs) skaters that's who accepted me at that time until I got a little bit older. Um, So just trying to, you know, maneuver my way through different personalities and people that were willing to accept me for me was a struggle,
1: like huge struggle. Yeah. I can say the same. Like I had people that I thought were my really good friends in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, First year of high school was kind of rocky, kind of rough. But then Mm -hmm. by 10th grade, I was like in a lot of activities and stuff. So I was a major rep. Um, I did cheerleading. I did tennis, stuff like that. But one girl who I thought was my really good friend, and I'm not going to say any names, just like case you know, she may be watching me on the podcast and everything else I'm doing. Who knows? But um, she's someone who I became very fond of, and we got really close. And yeah. we would talk on the phone like every night until my mom would be like, Girl, hang that phone up. <laughs> remember those days? Oh, girl, yes. So she was that person for me. But I remember one day we were at our lockers. And she told me, she was like, she looked at me, and then I was like, what? And she was like, Mia, you have everything they want. She was like, you're beautiful. She's like, you got uh, long, pretty hair. You're a good complexion. She was like, I hate you. So I was like, "Do I need to redo that part? So I was like, my best friend at the time, who I thought was my best friend, Mm -hmm. she was like, "Um, I hate you. And I was just like, wow. Excuse me. I know. And she was like, girl, I'm just playing. But I, the damage had already been done. Yes. So it was from that moment on where I realized, you know, you can't trust everybody. Mm-hmm. Some people that you feel are the closest to you don't have your best interest, interest at heart. At heart. At all. Oh. And so I really, I was still young. So I was still processing things. I know that. Even with girls that I did consider my friends, sometimes they were mean to me for no reason. Yeah. And, I, you know, I would go home and tell my mom, like, wow, mom, these girls are just very evil. And I'm like, I want friends. <laughs> I have friends, you know. But, but I want more, you know. Yeah. And I just felt like um, for a lot of people, they just didn't accept me um, because maybe they thought, wow, you know she's too fly or she's too smart Mm -hmm. you know I was teased in middle school for being on principal's honor roll people call me principal's girl so I was smart I guess I was beautiful whatever yes and so because of that I had a lot of challenges growing up but nonetheless Mm -hmm. we are here now we overcame all that so (laughs) um for any of the young women that are watching I just want to tell them as well like people who are hating on you you need to le- learn how to let that go. Yes. Dust your shoulders off like Jay-Z and then said, and keep <laughs> a because they will try to tear you down. People in general throughout life yes. will try to tear you down to bring you to where they are mentally mm-hmm. because they see that you have a uh, potential to go way farther right. than they ever will go. So I, I had to realize that people had to like drill that in my brain. Right. Um, my mother was very helpful with that because she went through a similar situation. Um, my dad really didn't understand. Right. <laughs>
0: Sometimes guys don't understand right. half the things they that we don't. go through emotionally. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, that was a huge challenge. Is just really learning how to find real friends who had real good intentions with me and weren't, you know, yeah. secretly hating me behind my back because yeah. of
0: whatever, you know. Right. Now, I did want to um, elaborate mm-hmm. a little bit on what we're talking about. Um, that was in the past. Do you feel like you still have those challenges present day, hun? Hell
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know
0: you do, too. Unfortunately, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's life. But, you know, since I'm an adult um, and, you know, I feel a lot of time I'm wise beyond my years, I don't let that bother me. Absolutely. Um, When I was younger, like in my early 20s and teenage years, I really let what people say about me bother me. Mm -hmm. To the point where sometimes I wouldn't go to events and stuff. I'd be like, oh, you know, maybe I'm not skinny enough or thick enough whatever it was I was going through phases there was times I wanted to be slimmer times I wanted to be thicker (laughs) whatever it was and I'd be like you know I'm just not gonna let me gain 10 pounds and then you know go to this event or let me you know try and stuff like that but but yeah um you have to learn how to have a self self self-awareness and just find that confidence from within absolutely
0: you couldn't have said it any
1: better it's perfect absolutely
0: so I just, you know, I love you. and I, love you too. You that I know, baby. And, you know, I do want to just say out there for people, you know, that, you know, as far as you getting into your own, take your time, you know, like we were saying, take your time and, you know, focus. Focus is so important. I, mean, I think yeah. that people lack focus so much, Like, Yeah, that's true. You know, just how many people do we know that have said that they were going to do what they
1: say they were going to do? See, you know, that's a pet peeve of mine. You I know. But I know it's guess? both of our Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that just, like, gets on both of our nerves because there's so many people in a close circle, you know, in my close circle at one point in time who yeah. always said, yeah, you know, I'm going to be doing that. Everything you're doing, I'm going to do it too. This mm-hmm. and that. And a lot of people just don't ever take that first step and apply themselves. Um, so I had to learn not to be mad at people, even maybe loved ones or whatever. Don't right. be mad because everybody's different. That journey is not for everybody, um, but for those who are willing to really pursue their dreams and goals and go forward, you have to learn how to do it afraid. I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, don't be scared or, you know, don't be fearful, but that's not a reality.
0: No, not We're at We're human
1: beings. We have emotions. We have feelings, and it's okay to be scared. Um, I think I told, I shared with some young lady very recently, a, a mutual friend of ours, yeah. That, you know, I think she said something to the That oh, but ah, that's so scary. And I told her, I said, it's okay. Because when you feel butterflies in the pit of your stomach, that means that change is coming and you're doing something progressive. Yes. You're not complacent. Absolutely. When you don't feel those butterflies in your stomach, you're not moving. You're stagnant. Exactly. So if I feel that in my gut, I'm like, okay. We're going.
0: We're doing something. Exactly. And that's (laughs) that's what actually happened. That's our backstory, honestly. um, How we were able to become who we are today. Mm -hmm. We had our nine to five jobs that we worked. We hated. You know, I know on my end, I had a job where I absolutely hated it. It was a paycheck, honestly, for me. And on the side, I was pursuing my modeling career. I was working basically two jobs, if you will. And I had a really just stuck up boss. He was just, it's just the worst. Honestly, he didn't think that I could achieve anything because I'm smart. And because of like my hobbies, like he was just like, well, nerdy girls, dorks, dweebs, whatever you want to call, you know, smart people can't be pretty and can't make it in that field. So you will never amount to anything. So to have my employer tell me that it just made me go harder.
1: Girl, I would have signed my resignation later. Right now. Girl. You say, what? Let me show you. Give me 90 days. <laughs>
0: okay, I could, but Not even a year. But you know, on the flip side, I had to take care of the kids. I'm yeah, like, damn, I can't. Part. I can't just quit this job. Yeah. So I just tuned that shit out. Mm-hmm. And I kept working and working and working. Until you were able so to I was able to just say, you know what? I can't. And I won't. Not even I can't. Yeah. I will not work for this company anymore.
1: Yeah, really, thing. really ugly for someone to, to tell you that. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people do think that you have to be an airhead or there's no substance to you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think that's how we kind of connect it, too. Because I know yeah. we're both nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, sound fine nerds. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I know that's how we kind of, like, yeah. really are able to connect. Because we can be our quirky, real selves around yes. each other. We don't have to put on a facade. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I love this girl to death. So, this is a relationship that I know will last forever. Absolutely. And it's a lot of girls, even in my circle now, I can't, I will never stand uh, 10 toes deep and say that about them. Mm-hmm. So, I just want you to know that you are near and dear to me. I love um, you. Right. So, <laughs> we just, we're in the season of, of ever progression, we're in the season of change, we're yes. in the season of making money. Mm-hmm. you know, and well, doing what we love to do and being passionate yes. about it, so.
0: I definitely think this is our transitional phase right now. We're constantly transitioning, but we're transitioning to something super great. Something
1: beautiful, girl. Yes, baby. You
0: better let them know
1: we transition to something beautiful. <laughs> I just want you to know. Come on. My favorite girl. <laughs> there she is. Uh, <laughs> My favorite girl. Yes. Um, what other things do you want to know about me, Pam, that you don't know?
0: I... You actually never told me your favorite food. I don't know what your favorite food is. I love seafood. I know that. But I mean, that's like it. More, there's not a certain, like, type of seafood? Scramps. Some scramps,
1: girl. <laughs> you know I love seafood. Oh no, That's it. It's a I mean, I like cheese on a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. I love seafood and shrimp.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> what well, about me, huh? Is there anything else that you want to know?
1: Um... Let me think. Of course. You're so interesting, my love, my <laughs> darling. Um, what's uh, a place that you want to go travel and visit that you haven't gone to?
0: Mauritius Island. And that is basically right in, it's right off of Africa, actually. Mm-hmm. They have, nerd alert, um, they have what um, geologists call the underwater waterfall. So you go to the southeast. Point of Mauritius Island mm-hmm. and the current under the ocean is so strong. Mm-hmm. It's pulling the sediment and sand from the bank. Mm-hmm. So it goes into um, almost kind of like an abyss mm-hmm. and it looks from outer space or from like a plane. You can do plane tours. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's a waterfall underneath the water. Wow. It's the coolest That's thing incredible. I've ever seen. So that is my top place that I want to visit and yourself.
1: Um, I would... <laughs> I would love to go to space. Okay. Space cadet. Space cadet. <laughs> <laughs> space cadet. <laughs> I would love to like one day. And I don't know. I Man, like the international space station and just like stay up there for like a day, you know, maybe uh, circle the globe and then like go back home. You
0: know? <laughs> That's fun. Well, until next time, guys, we'll have us have to do like a and a for next time for um, our audience. And see what they think. And, you know, put some comments and questions in the comments below.
1: I think so, too. So I think that'd be really good. Um, that way we, we can answer any questions that you guys may have for us. Um, and, yeah, that'd be really fun. Absolutely. So, you know, you guys know that we're actually engaging with you. We see your comments. We see your likes. We see your subscriptions. We appreciate you. Um, and all that good stuff. So, in closing, we know that I love my girl here. And
0: she, we know that I love
1: you. This is my girl. Put your crown on. Oh, yes. Put your Put your crown
0: on, baby. Mm. Oh, and then also we just want to let everyone know real quick about the platform as far as what we really do. So we're here to just encourage um all kinds of uh different careers, entrepreneurs, musicians up and coming, up and coming actors, actresses. You know, this is a platform for y'all to engage with us and also just you know, raise awareness and also bring a little extra something to the table for yourself. So please like and subscribe and we'll see you in the next episode.
1: In closing, I'm your girl, Mia J. And I'm Pamela Nicole. And until next time, this is Dynasty Dynasty Queens. Queens.